beyond happily ever after. Real talk for today's couples with Mike and Carol Bird. Get ready to dive into the world of modern relationships as we challenge the status quo, debunk myths, and uncover the truth about building a fulfilling and lasting partnership. Join us for thought-provoking conversations, practical advice, and inspiring stories that will transform the way you view and approach your relationship. Whether you're newlyweds or have been together for years, this podcast is your guide to deepening emotional connections, fostering trust, and unlocking the true potential of your love. So grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and get ready to go beyond happily ever after with Mike and Carol Berg. Beyond happily ever after, real talk for today's couples starts now. So welcome back. Welcome yes, back. Welcome wow. Back. Last session was so powerful. We want to go back into talking about the consequences of miscommunication. I know you got something out of the last session. Mm-hmm. And I know there's somebody out there that, that needs this information. So we you thank you to, for your response. Yes, for those. thank you. Yes. Tag them. Let them know. Hey, listen, there's something good over here that I know that you need. I know that you need. So we want to dive into it today because last session it's was part so number five. Yeah. Part number five. And we want to deal with the atmosphere. Sometimes that atmosphere mm-hmm. can be so toxic. Yeah. But we're still talking about, you know, the, the things that, uh, you know, consequences and what happens in that miscommunication. But that toxic atmosphere. Yeah, some of them living wow. in toxicity right now. You just might have had a toxic morning. This is going to make you pause and think, are you living in a toxic environment, in a toxic atmosphere right yeah, now? Right now, in wow. your home. If in your home, when you wake up in the morning, you can feel the atmosphere like it's heavy. Mm-hmm. And you can't even walk past your spouse because it feels heavy. You're looking at each other, you're just passing. You're just mm-hmm. grunting at one another. You grunt going to bed. You grunt going, I'm getting up. You're not even having like good conversation. Women, I can't even say good. You're not having no conversation. Because you're looking at one another and, and, and just the look and the stare mm-hmm. and the rolling of your eyes. Yeah. Now, you do know the rolling of your eyes is still communicating. Yes, it's it called is. nonverbal communication. That atmosphere is toxic. It is People toxic. can enter into your presence and feel your toxicity. Yes, even when you don't know how toxic it is, Ooh. other people can come in, step in your house, and realize it feels heavy in here. Yes. It doesn't feel happy in here. Yes. And anytime you can go through the course of a day or see your partner pass by them and not say anything. Oh, that's bad. Not cook for them, not have communication oh, with them. Yes. Not that is an in environment that is toxic. It's toxic. And that is poisonous. And poison eventually will kill you or kill the relationship. Oh, that is it's right there. That's right. Grab your cup of coffee. Get your favorite beverage. Because this is real talk today. Yes. Because so many relationships are toxic. So many relationships 
are in a, in a, in a terrible place, are in a rabbit hole, almost on your way into the grave because you have allowed toxicity to reign and to rule. Yes, we're talking to you today. It's real talk. It is real it's talk. It's real talk. And you can see we're more on fire this week than last week because this is real talk. We see so many couples that have toxic relationships. And you know, the sad thing about it is when one can't even hear what the other is saying because the grayness, the dark cloud is so thick that you can just cut it with a paper clip because you have built your environment in such a toxic, dark shadow that everybody can look at you from the outside yeah. and see that there is nothing growing in that relationship. But the sad thing is you can't see yourself. You can't. You oh. can't see yourself. Because you're so busy justifying. You justify, but you created a habit for yes. so long that it becomes your norm. Oh, my God. It's so normal for some people to be toxic that they walk in with toxicity. Mm. They go to sleep with toxicity. They move throughout the day in toxicity. A ground. Yes, they are. And they don't realize even when they go to their jobs, a lot of times the people on their job can see a dark cloud. Yes. They can see how heavy they are. And nobody wants to be around a person, but for so long that brings a heavy, you know, almost like Linus's blanket. You bring a blanket that causes you and everybody else around you to be covered with this dark cloud oh. of heaviness. People don't want to be around that. They people don't. want to be around people who are lively and have joy mm -hmm. and have peace light. and Sunshine. have light and have life and know how to bring joy to other people. When you come into the presence of other people, you should be the one that somebody can say, I'm glad he's coming in. I'm glad yes. she's coming in. Not like here he comes. Oh, here she comes. Here she comes. <laughs> See, now it's going to make you take a look. We're going to deal with that atmosphere today, how that toxicity toxicity may have set into the point mm. where you can't even see it any longer. It just blends into the, to your mm. home. It blends into... It becomes into the fabric of your marriage. The fabric of the marriage. It becomes a norm, mm -hmm. which is so, so bad that you know, things that should not even be in our marriage, in our relationship, how we oh, communicate God. has become so normal that we can't even recognize. We don't even recognize. That they're there or recognize that they're normal or recognize that we operate like that. Yeah, that's that's powerful. That's good. See, some of you need to take a C-line moment. You need to stop right here, wherever you are, and you need to begin to ask yourself, have I built my relationship with this toxicity? Have I allowed a little thing? Mm -hmm. a little thing to turn into a major thing. Yeah. And which, what are we talking about? That means those unresolved issues. Mm -hmm. Have we allowed an unresolved issue to cause resentment to live in our hearts? Then it caused us to birth an atmosphere mm -hmm. of negativity, an atmosphere of toxicity that everything around your marriage, everything around your home, it represents no life, no yeah. light. Wow. Every conversation is negative. Mm -hmm. Every conversation, no matter what your spouse or your partner is saying to you, there's always a negative uh, consequence behind. There's always a negative emotion. There's always a negative saying. And, you know, we have this um, nonverbal communication. It's negative. Yeah, yeah. You slamming doors. You don't speak. You go to bed with a grudge. You wake up with a grudge. 
You built what we talked about last week. We talked about these barriers. We built these walls and you built these walls and there's no light. There's no life. It has become so negative. It's toxic. And if you're in that toxic relationship, you can get out of it. You don't have to stay in it. It's a place that is something that you always say, that's the place you built for yourself. That's right. It's the, it's, it's the grave you built, the grave you live in. That's where you are. And you have to make a decision to fix that thing, to dig it up from the root. And it starts with, uh, with forgiveness. It, does. it starts with forgiveness. Mm -hmm. It starts with forgiveness. Forgiveness does not mean we forget. Mm -hmm. It means that we are making a choice to not live in a toxic atmosphere to not live in a toxic marriage. Yeah, that is so, so, so true. You know, I was thinking about, you know, there's some clients that don't understand that there is no difference between, let, let's put it like this, when you have anger or you have a problem that flares up and that problem, you know, is never resolved, it's unresolved. Unresolved. And that's what you talked about. It's no way you can separate and say that I'm, I just have a temporary blockage mm -mm. from the person who is actually a grudge holder. Ooh. It's no way you can separate and say, I'm this person, but I'm not this person. Yeah. It's no way you can do that because I cannot call because, you know, a, a, a grudge or holding on to it is an advanced form of anger that it should have been dealt with in a short period mm -hmm. of time and it wasn't. You held on to it because you have the capability to hang on to it. Mm -hmm. And then you hang on to it for hours and weeks and days. And it then turns into a grudge. Yes. And you cannot say that I'm only the person that sets a, a parameter around me and other people and set a barrier there. I'm not that person. Mm -hmm. I'm just that person. I'm not the grudge holder. Right. There is no division line there is between no. that. Because this is what we talk about. It's, it's two choices. Either it's resolved or it's unresolved. unresolved. There's no other way about yeah. it. It's if we come into conflict and we come into uh, have issues that, you know, build up, they're either resolved or, or they're unresolved. unresolved. And who am I talking to today? Who are we talking to? Yeah. What category are you in? Do you allow your issues to continue to linger on and linger mm -hmm. on and linger on? That's an unresolved issue. Yes. It's failure to communicate it. Yeah. Failure to communicate. If I have a problem, if I have a, a issue, if I have a situation, I'm not going to allow that thing to keep lingering between us. We're going to talk about it. That's right. We have to talk about it. We have to come to a resolution to solve it. And sometimes they may agree to disagree, but don't use that as something that keeps you from communicating. Right. See, because we have to be able to communicate all things. And if you cannot communicate them and solve them and resolve them together, that's when you get help. Mm -hmm. Stop trying to think you can figure it out and fix it. If you haven't fixed it this far, you need some help. That's right. Sometimes we need a referee. Sometimes we need a third party mediation. That's what that's there for. It, to walk around and not speak to each other for days in and days out, something is wrong with that. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. Mm -hmm. And you ought to believe it in your own heart. It's unacceptable because to be, we're talking about adults, That's children right. in the playground 
quick, quick, come together quicker than two adults who are in covenant. Mm-hmm. That's so true. Children in the playground can can knock each other's um, knock each other off the monkey bar. Can can knock each other's shoes off. Can fall over each other. Can say can say the craziest things. And you give them children a couple minutes, and they back at being friends. But how come in a marriage when we're in covenant? Yeah. Two adults mm-hmm. supposed to be able to operate as two adults. How come it's easier to disconnect from you? Yeah. But we're going to share the same bed. How mm-hmm. in the world wow. can we share the same bed mm-hmm. and we don't talk? What? <laughs> how, Ooh, if how, that's not a lesson right oh there. Oh, my God. Children can play in the sandbox. Mm-hmm. But then adults can't come home and adult. And an adult. And be adults and do adult things and not sever that moment of, of anger and, and that moment of that disconnect mm-hmm. and go on and be adults. Can't do There's it. There's no way, you know, that you should go to bed at night still holding on to something. From the earlier that from day. From earlier that day. If the children didn't do it in the sandbox, Man. why are we doing it as, as adults? adults. Why? You know, we need to learn some lessons from children. Yes, we do. We can learn some great lessons from children because put a group of children outside and watch how they will fall apart and come back together. They will. Watch how they'll knock each other down and get back up. But why is it that when we become adults, we all of a sudden feel as though that we want to hold on to all of this mess and live in, look, live in our own sandbox full of all of our own crap and call ourselves effective adults. How is that? How is it that we want to hate the person that we love and we are disconnected from the very person we love and we got all this resentment in our heart? I'm angry because of what you did. And I'm, instead of me being a woman and come to you, instead of me being your wife, instead of me being your partner and come to you and say, baby, this hurt me and this made me feel like instead of doing that, I'm going to walk around and hold it in my own cage, hold it in my own graveyard that I built in my own soul. I'm going to hold it in that place instead of releasing it. You know, it's more room out than it is in. Why do I want to torment myself and live like that? Why in the world would I want to torment myself? You know, you lose your power. You do. You You lose your personal power every time you allow unforgiveness to reign. You begin to every day, you deplete life out of your own self. You are depriving your own life of joy. Who wants to live a joyless life because I choose to hold on to resentment? Life is too short for that. It's too short. It's too short for that. It's too short to be thinking about, um, you know, what you did to me one year ago, two years ago, five years ago. This life is too short to, to think about. That's right. What you did last week. We need to communicate, move beyond it. Life is too short for you to be holding on to things and then weaponizing the other person oh, yes. with those things after they've shared or been vulnerable with you or you've had vulnerable conversations. Don't you know, every time you get into a disagreement, it is a vulnerable conversation. It's a vulnerable it's conversation. It's a vulnerable conversation because it's teaching you more about yourself and mm-hmm. about the other person. Yeah. And sometimes people say things that they shouldn't say. But mm-hmm. then when we they're brought back up at a time to reinforce pain, Mm-hmm. That's called holding on to it. That's called Ooh. not uh, resolving it. That's called not moving past it. That's called just holding on to things that you can have one up 
mm. on your partner or you can have leverage on your partner yes. to be able to weaken them when you get into that next argument or that next you can you use it as ammunition against them but it's time to grow up it's time if to grow. children can do better how come adults can't do better mm -hmm. it is time to grow up it is time to realize you know maybe i've been a major part of you know what has contributed to the dysfunction of mm -hmm. my marriage mm -hmm. because maybe there's some unresolved issues in me mm -hmm. that i bring to the relationship yeah and until i resolve those issues inside of me i'm going to continue to to be this dysfunctional person and but it's not until I recognize my dysfunction that I can get healed from it, mm. that I can come to the relationship and be a better person. That's true. And, you know, and some sometimes there's something we need to look at, that if you are living in resentment, you have created an atmosphere in your own life mm -hmm. that you are accustomed to living in that pain. And that pain and that resentment feels normal to you. And as long as it feels normal to you, you're going to continue to live in it. And when all of a sudden, when there's a bout of joy and there's bouts of happiness, mm -hmm. it tries to spring forth. And the problem is this. You're so used to living in that negative realm mm -hmm. that you feel like that's uncomfortable. You feel like that's unnatural because you have built your life living in a negative realm. You have built your life living in toxicity. You have built your life living in resentment so that even when there is a little bit of sunshine, mm -hmm. you can't stay out in the sun long because that does not feel normal to you because you built your life in a realm called negativity, mm -hmm. in a realm of toxicity that it doesn't feel good. So then your spouse is trying to pull you Mm -hmm. into the realm of some light peace. and peace mm -hmm. and joy, some love, and you can't receive it because it doesn't feel natural to you. Mm -hmm. So is it your spouse or is it you? Right. Mm -hmm. Is it your spouse or is it you? Because if you are the one that has have built your life around being negative, this is the time. This is the time that you start looking at yourself and say, I've been living in this place a long time. If you've been doing this all your life, it ain't your spouse's fault. That's right. It ain't your spouse's fault. If all your life you can trace it back, how many times you've been in that realm where you have allowed negativity to keep you in a place of resentment, mm -hmm. to keep you in a place of holding grudges. That's not your spouse. No. That's you. Gotta you gotta you got to own it. that gotta one. Own it. Gotta own it. So many times people just don't want to own it. Mm. They just don't want to own it. It's, it's time to put the pride down and say, you know what? I need to just own this. Oh, nice. I need to own it. You know, a toxic atmosphere, uh, you know, not only will affect you, your marriage and, you know, everybody, but it will affect your home. And if you have children, it'll spread over to yes, them. Everywhere. That toxic atmosphere. One time you gave the analogy, how if you cook something, you know, that is real strong. Let's say some fish, fish or chicken, you fried it, that that lingers in the atmosphere. Yes. Because we want you to get a real picture of what this looks like. So unless that is removed from the atmosphere, it gets into the carpet. 
It gets into the, the uh, uh, curtains. It gets into mm -hmm. fabric. And anything that is porous, it is absorbed in that. Mm -hmm. And the smell can linger inside you of the home. The, you can cook it last night and get up this morning and still and smell still that smell. bit. And people have never been in your house can walk in and they can smell it. Yeah. That's what we're talking about. The atmosphere of toxicity from your last argument oh, that's is good. still lingering in your home, still mm. lingering in your marriage, still lingering around your children. It's lingering and you don't even recognize that it's still there because you tried to move on past it, but it You're hadn't gone away. To it. You are accustomed to it. That's good. You don't even recognize it because it's your norm. It's your norm. But when people come from the outside and it's not their norm, yes. then they can see something that you can't see. Yes. They detect something that you can't detect. That's right. That's why people can see when your marriage is mm. out of order. They can mm. see when it's disjointed. They yes. can, can see when it's kind of dysfunctional. They can see when you show up, but you and your partner are not connecting as one. People see it. Yes. Because the residue of, of that dysfunction is on you it's on you it's lingering and as long as you fail to see it and fail to want to escape from it it's going to stay there mm -hmm. this is when it becomes personal and how do we start we start with forgiveness yes we start with forgiveness mm -hmm. let me say it again we start with forgiveness right. because as long as you are holding that grudge, you're holding that resentment, you're holding that pain, you're holding on to that last argument and you fail to forgive because it's a choice. It's a choice. Forgiveness yes. is a choice. You can choose to stay there or you can choose to be out of there. You can choose to be bound by everything or you can choose to be free and create a loving, lasting relationship. Yes. I choose to be free. I love freedom. Man, I don't want to go to bed like that every night. I love freedom. I love the freedom to laugh, the freedom what? to be free, the freedom to have good times. I want you to come home. I want to come home. Lord, yes. <laughs> I don't want to listen. I ain't getting married to be sleeping alone. That's right. Or even to be sleeping in the bed, but we disconnected. I love rolling over and feeling your warm body next to mine. I love being able to communicate freely and get what I need from you Yes. on an emotional level. You don't like rolling over and feeling my body. I love rolling over and feeling, you know I do. Rolling <laughs> over and feeling you. I couldn't sleep without rolling over That's and feeling That's what I'm you. saying. I don't, this is what we ought to be feeling. Mm -hmm. If you're disconnected, I want to communicate. So, but it all starts with communication because before we get to intimacy, we got to learn how to communicate. That's right. That's right. We, and these are all of the consequences that happen because of miscommunication. So when miscommunication is, is um, have us bound like that, we built walls. We built these barriers. And those barriers are caused by unresolved issues, which will build walls of resentment. Mm -hmm. Listen, sweeping it under the rug is not going to save your marriage. Nope. The wall is still there. The wall is still there. Acting like, you know, we just going to get over it. You know, some people want to hold on to it and they'll tell their partner that, you know, I just need um, these days to sort it out, right? I just need space. Space, mm -hmm. space right? Yeah, you need space to what? To do what? Soak in it? No. 
come together. And then what happens after a few days, they come back as though nothing ever happened. Yeah. So what is, what is that? Unresolved issues. Unresolved. Now your partner's supposed to pick up as though nothing ever happened. Mm-hmm. Unresolved issues. Then what happens? The walls of resentment go up. That's right. That's right. And up. Mm-hmm. And up. Until all of a sudden the wall is so thick that the atmosphere of your home becomes thick and toxic. That's right. And that's when I talked about last session, how those walls, ask yourself right now, how many walls do you have uh, of resentment? How many walls of, of how much unresolved issues has it been that's been compounding on top of each other that you never dealt with, making that wall thicker? Yes. And that wall becomes a prison and it traps you in and nobody else, you can't get out and nobody can get in. Nobody can get so in. So those walls are thick. How thick are those walls? How many walls do you have up? How many years do those walls go back? How many walls have you built in your present relationship? How many walls? How many walls? Think about that. You're living in a relationship, not even being satisfied because of the walls that have been put up. Don't you think it's time to break the walls down? Don't you think it's time to get rid of resentment and unresolved issues? Don't you think it's time now that you no longer live a slave to those things that have enslaved you? You are a slave in your own house trying to operate from a freedom mindset, but still in captivity. In yes. your daily activity, That's you good. you walking around your spouse, you're in captivity. You come in your house, you're in captivity. No, the house no. you pay for, the yes. house you paying mortgage you're on, in bondage. you in bondage. Yes, that that is so true. That is good. You know, right there, I know that that hit a lot of you. Some of you had to pull your car over. You had to pull your car over because you know right here that we done rode down your street and you are at an interception and you need to make a decision and that is a choice that's a personal choice that's a choice do i want to continue in my marriage and my relationship living like this do i want to continue living with unresolved issues and living with resentment walls Mm -hmm. building barriers this is when you take a stop right here where you are make a decision it's your choice it's not your spouse's choice. It's your choice. Because first of all, if if change is going to come, change starts where? In me. In me. In me. I have to make the decision on what I want to do in my life. I have to make the decision on what's going to stay and what's going to go. And sometimes we are looking for your our partner to solve issues that's what? Internally. That's right. It's an internal issue because that wall is internal. That barrier is internal. It's an inside it's job. In, oh, I like that. An inside job. It's an inside job. Mm-hmm. So if you want to be free, make your choice today. That's right. If you want to be free and have a healthy, thriving relationship, mm-hmm. make the choice. You don't have to continue to live like that. You don't have to continue to live with the barriers and live with the walls and live with resentment. You don't have to. Mm-hmm. That's your choice. If your atmosphere is toxic, change it. Mm-hmm. If two people want to change anything, there is nothing that can stop them from changing. Change. We change from within ourselves. Yes. And if both parties 
make it their responsibility, then I'm going to own it. I'm going to own it. I'm ready for the change. I'm going to make the change. I choose not to live in a toxic atmosphere. Yes. I'm Change it. Change it today. Change it today. It's on you. What you're going to do with it? Change that atmosphere from being toxic to an atmosphere of love. Get rid of the unresolved issues. Tear down the walls of resentment. Yes. Change it. Change it. You have the power. You have the power to inflict change in yourself. Mm -hmm. Stop looking to change your partner. Start looking to change you. That's right. That right there, that kind of change, priceless. We know this has impacted you on so many levels. And listen, we're going to continue with the conclusion of this consequences of miscommunication. And we're going to give you some keys and some steps and some strategies to learn how to communicate effectively within your relationship. Again, we want to thank you for joining us today at Beyond Happily Ever After, Real Talk for Today's Couples. I am your host, Carol. And I'm Mike. And we want to thank you again. Also, if you would love to be a part of our Queen's Court, that is for the wives, please click the link below. And if you want to join to be a part of the Boss's Corner, that's for husbands, follow the link below. And if you would like to schedule a coaching session for your relationship with us both, please contact us. The contact contact information is below. If you would like to donate, because this word or any session has touched you, has helped you, and you want to support us, please donate. Click the donate button. We do appreciate anything you can do. We appreciate your time. Please follow, subscribe, like, and share. We'll see you next time.